0: "'One of the bartenders set a gin and tonic with two slices of lime in front of her "'before she had spoken a word. "'She tried to hand him a $10 bill, but he waved it away with a shrug and a wink. "'Your drinks are on the house tonight.' "'As he returned to the other end of the bar, her gaze followed him. "'This particular broad-shouldered bartender was the reason most females came to felony, "'and she was no exception.' His name was Jack. They had a passing acquaintance limited to brief discussions of the weather and sports, mingled with occasional flirtatious remarks. Although she had a huge crush on him, she'd never admitted it to anyone, including herself. Jack represented everything that was absent from her life. Spontaneity, promiscuity, adventure. He was the green grass on the other side of her self-imposed fence, a temptation that she coveted but would never taste. A pang of guilt made her look away from the sexy bartender. It was hard to forget that she'd been in love, or thought she was in love, with someone else a week ago. Had it really been love if the other person didn't love her back? She bit her lower lip in contemplation, The question had kept her awake every night since she'd found Brian in Becca's arms. If she'd truly been in love, she wouldn't be sitting here in this bar, lusting after another man. Yet here she was, seven days later, secretly stalking a man who didn't even know her name. To distract herself from this unresolved cycle of contemplation, she concentrated on Jack and the endless parade of women who perched on the barstool at the end of the counter, or Jack's seat of shame, as she called it. Women smiled and flirted in a desperate attempt to catch his eye. His gaze wandered over all of them as he leaned across the opposite end of the bar, knee-deep in conversation with a leggy redhead, a cute blonde with a bouncing ponytail waited on deck at the periphery of the bar area, ready to pounce at the first sign of opportunity from the looks of things, Miss Ponytail wouldn't have to wait long. Things weren't going too well for the redhead. she cried and gestured emphatically from her bar stool. Jack's shoulders rose in an unsympathetic shrug as he turned to leave. The girl grabbed at his sleeve in a desperate attempt to pull him back, but he slid away without comment. A tear-streaked pout marred the pretty face as Jack went about the business of wiping down the oak countertop without a backward glance. When he failed to return after a few minutes, the redhead bolted toward the bathroom with a loud sob. "'What was that about?' Allie asked Jack as he replaced her drink a few minutes later. An unlit cigarette dangled between his lips. The tip bobbed up and down with his words. We had a misunderstanding. Jack was a self-admitted asshole. His beauty made his actions more tolerable. Not that a handsome face and rocking body excused a man from common decency, but in his case it certainly blurred the lines of acceptance. His sexy, just-tumbled-out-of-bed look might not work for some guys, but Jack wore it like an old pair of jeans. It was so distracting that she could barely concentrate on his words. Their eyes met. Perfect lips curved into a perfect smile that had her stomach doing somersaults. Dark eyes held the promise of something sensual and forbidden, as if he just finished doing nasty and unspeakable things to a willing female and they'd both enjoyed every minute of it. She shivered and shook her head to dispel the image of Jack's naked body among her twisted, silken bedsheets. Damn, but he's fine. Her gaze flickered up to meet his again and found him watching her with amusement. What kind of misunderstanding? She squirmed on her bar stool, unnerved by the strength of her attraction to him so soon after the breakup. I'm not in love with her, and she can't understand why. The brutal honesty and total lack of remorse in his confession was intriguing and perversely attractive. And I suppose sleeping with her mother didn't help.